Hello universe. Got the Princess Leia's on, so I will try to speak in the soft velvety tone that the 1159. Oh, that did not feel good. Okay. <laughs> Some Mandela effects I forgot to mention. And first of all, thanks universe for making me stub my toe just now. Okay, maybe that one's on me. Maybe the universe didn't create a situation in which I slammed my right pinky toe into that chair leg that I had just moved out of the way so I could shut the door fully so that I could keep the dog in the bedroom. Blah, blah, blah. Well, in moving that slight adjustment, I have now done what I have done to my pinky toe numerous times in the last four or five years. Basically told it it no longer matters. And I have done so much damage to my feet in the last, I want to say five years. I'm surprised I really haven't just ripped one of my pinky toes off my foot. And that goes with what I will call changes to the body. <clears throat> like how the rib structure changed, how the heart moved to the center of the body. Heart used to be on our left. Our uh, ribs are completely different. Our kidneys are now protected. How do you even kidney punch somebody with kidneys in the positions they're in? Again, these things you can tell me are manifestations of some sort of group misremembering of the body structure, of the human anatomy that we all learned in school, that we all lived with in our bodies. Things are different. I actually measured myself to see if I had grown taller because I felt so different in this body. But keep telling me it's just crap in my head and other people's heads simultaneously in exactly the same capacity, in the, exactly the same um, mistaken version of what they thought reality is versus what they're told reality is. <clears throat> And I guess that's not the worst segue into what I have spent today. I guess running up and down the chain of intellectual investigation. And that is how to bring meaning into life. I almost did it to my left foot right there. You know what I'm saying? That is not how to do it. <clears throat> like what is meaningful? What is a life filled with meaning. What does it look like? Is it one that's constantly on the go? Is it one filled with uh, the love and attention of those around you? Is it one that is uh, an adventure fulfillment of human uh, um, ex exploration and, and endeavor? And yes, smoking to good stuff is definitely already <clears throat> taken care of so that will not be happening during the recording um, but we're, we're, what uh, like okay so but if you try to break down meaning start with something like what is the meaning of a spoon or a fork or a knife right there there are <clears throat> inherent properties that exist for something to be what it is. 
a fork can't be a spoon because it's a fork and a fork is not a knife it's a fork now can you cut things like a knife with a fork sure but a fork's a fork and a knife's a knife and yet that can you cut things with a fork like a knife matters because the way things get used is also how they create meaning a fork is a fork but if all you have is something that needs to be sawed in half to be eaten it will be used like a knife however it will still retain its essence its forkedness <clears throat> and this goes back to the ancients aristotle and plato would argue over the essence of something as its true nature of being um and <clears throat> and i'm not trying to get distracted by a philosophical discourse on meaning but <clears throat> a life of meaning is very difficult to prescribe because language is inherently limiting and it's and it's <clears throat> it's meaning clusters around concepts like soul or purpose or destiny or um, <clears throat> or uh, meaning all these sort of uh, nebulous concepts are challenging to uh, sequential eyes into something that feels a way to direct your life into that essential outcome <clears throat> or at least it never felt like something I was going to achieve or even knew how to have step one or could even see what step 17 looked like but just couldn't figure out steps one through 16 I mean I just I, I and and I think it was because I always thought that meaning was going to be achieved from something I was going to experience externally instead of from fulfilling my purpose as a as an entity in the world at large so why did i never want to become a brain surgeon beyond the fact that the sight of blood freaks me out <clears throat> um, there were other reasons and it wasn't that i wasn't willing to do the work it wasn't that i wasn't willing to um to believe I was uh, worthy. It wasn't that I wasn't willing to accept the compromise of everything else it takes to achieve that career. It was that ultimately I didn't want it. It wasn't kind. There wasn't, there wasn't a career path where kindness was baked in, you know, other than maybe preschool teacher or even, you know, even then, I don't know. And, uh, and so I think fundamentally no path looked right to me as I was trying to scale out, you know, what color is my parachute? Well, my parachute was always one that was still busy getting packed because I had brought one made out of, you know, velvet paintings because I think they're fun 
and I thought y'all would understand because I thought you were kind. But no, everything has to be made out of this military silk or whatever this stuff is. So my parachute of velvet Elvis paintings did not work. But it's a moment that represents not knowing how to find meaning. <clears throat> meaning like what kind of career to pursue. And oddly, the one career I always thought, well, if I need to, I could always nail that one as politician. Because you want me to talk a good game? Yeah, I can pretty much pull in and park in that spot and megaphone my way till the end of the day. But uh, I always knew that would just turn me into such a sleazy mofo. I just uh, didn't want to do it. Kind of like priest. <laughs> and I don't mean in that kind of sleazy way. But I... <laughs> I spoke earlier of an ex-girlfriend who got me. And the one sort of inside joke we used to share was how easily I could become the born-again uh, uh, Sunday sermon king. Um, and she could run the business side of stuff because she had a good head for that. But... Uh, I knew. I told her ultimately I would just get caught doing something clearly very non-priest-like um, or whatever minister-like. Or let's just say that I'd be the guy caught with my pants down in the back of the barn with uh, someone from the choir. And you know, although God, it's just you see the shenanigans that these guys pull off. That you know. I feel for the people who fall for it. I forgive you all, <clears throat> but if you look deep inside your soul, you know those people are lying to you. And you know what? They're not selling you divinity. They're selling you bullshit. The divinity that you're looking for is not in their house. It's in yours. Stop listening to them. Start living as your true self and watch how divine all of a sudden everything around you starts becoming. But meaningful lives still de are decided through actions we take every moment we're experiencing obviously is building meaning in the real moment i didn't understand that i didn't know that i could embrace moments like um bathing my dog or <clears throat> a moment like cleaning up my parents kitchen well excuse me <coughs> Excuse me. Need some chocolate milk. Ah. <coughs> All right, I may have to use the pause button here because I am choking up. Hang on. Unpause. Okay, pause. Unpause. <coughs> okay. I uh, did have a little session of blowing my nose and chugging some chocolate milk, so I should be fine now. Anyway, I, I don't know where I paused, but... I mean, I know where I paused. It's only been 45 seconds. But my train of thought 
regarding meaning and language and the limitation therein. Um, for instance, uh, Ludwig Wittgenstein described our concept of communal meaning in language as that which upon we agree those concepts are mean are have meaning in other words what is what is a game well we all know what a game is because as we participate in society's linguistic contextual culture the concept of game emerges and we all define it because of where and how we allow those boundaries to be drawn. <clears throat> so that may be, again, how language can evolve and enable something like um, the use of a term like uh, mouse for a computer device today that 100 years ago had never been conceived. Obviously, language morphs as it's necessary to become descriptive of the reality in which we all live. But language also has some agreed subtext, like what is a game? Well, <clears throat> certain things, like tiddlywinks, are clearly a game. Marbles is a game. Uh, football is a game. But is uh, how long can I hold my breath underwater a game? Well, there is a perimeter on which we start to have a discussion as to what we consider to be a game. But there is also a core central agreement that these are in fact games. And yet, how do we have that same conversation regarding life and meaning therein? Well, that's when earlier I referenced language as having limitation and being <clears throat> incapable of describing that which is uh, undescribable. Well, <clears throat> here sits a dilemma of trying to convey through language how to find meaning in life. Because I didn't actually get told how to live a meaningful life. I just emerged into a life with meaning through actions that became purposeful and meaningful in my life and i've said and will say forever that the thing i always most wanted in life was to have a destined um pardon me pardon me pardon me i always wanted to feel like i had something pushing me toward <clears throat> an activity that would become meaningful. And uh, yeah, I love golf. But I also know that uh, there's a love-hate relationship with realizing your limitations in a game that you always want to be better than you're going to eventually be able to become. And at some point I understood that I didn't really want to slam my head against the true ceiling that would be the cap of joining the golfing world in whatever 
career growth I could either as a teaching professional or some other in scale part of the game <clears throat> it would have been it would have been peaceful it would have been very non-threatening uh, and it wouldn't have challenged me much but I never would have not enjoyed my day and yet even if I had found that little bubble of okayedness, I don't know if I'd have ever found my life to be meaningful. Because is golf meaningful? I don't know. Yes, it is. But also it isn't. So, what is meaningful? Being able to wake up as easily as you fall asleep knowing that the day never challenged you to go outside of who you really are in a capacity that you couldn't stand up for yourself as who you really are in other words you may have had some adversity that made you commit to whatever moral or uh, philosophical or uh, social or political stance you feel compelled on which to take such stands, but you sleep with the peace of knowing never once in the day were you compromised to be anything other than your true self. <clears throat> and if you can wake up facing a day in which you know nothing on your schedule will, will force such compromises in who you are as you go through your day, well, then how else are you going to fall asleep? <clears throat> to me, that's what a meaningful life is. <laughs> and I know that sounds really dumb to a lot of most of you. To a lot of most of you, that might even sound dumb to most a lot of you. But to some of some of you, or even less of then of you, or most of the rest of you, if even one of you, can relate to the idea of not giving a shit about finding meaning through things like getting to look out a 39th floor window, but rather waking up, knowing you face a day in which your true self will be embraced, and going to bed, knowing that the day consisted of nothing but embracing your true self. Is that a meaningful life? I don't know. It has been for me so far. And for the rest of my life. I'll tell you what. But um but um but um but um life was a piece of shit when you look at it.